This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Will of Production, with your hosts, Bonkers Bob, Watchful Wade, and Mercurial Mark. This week, the Kaddish Cadre claimed the quarrel of Cupid to calm the curious heart. Yes, it's time for dating advice. Too rich for my blood these days. Please prepare thy queries and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, podcast this is, I am Wade, hosting Distractable, welcome to it, with Mark and Bob. Oh boy, oh boy. Actually, for the mood that I'm in, that was about right. (laughs) I kind of followed you. (laughs) We uh, we were talking a little bit before uh, I started this one about how good my intros to the podcast hosting is, and I wanted to make sure I gave this one my all, so Mm -hmm. Uh welcome, welcome. Nailed it. Well, I feel welcome. I feel welcome, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everyone at home feels welcome. Good. Now that you're all welcome, how you guys doing? How's life? Oh, I'm Bad. good. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to complain about a... Uh, Ooh, kick it off, Bob. Do it, Bob. They, I, I honestly, I was trying to work this into a whole story. It's not that long of a story. It's just really Fridge sad. Fridge got you down? No, I ordered a laptop. Uh, I hate those things. I was going to finally get a new laptop. I've been using the same MSI since like 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was a good laptop, but it's getting old. And I ordered I ordered a nice one. Yeah. I ordered a sweet one. It's just tasty. Just I paid out the nose for it. It's a okay. MacBook Pro i9, 8 gigs of VRAM, oh. or whatever the new type of video RAM is. What flavor? S- space gray flavor. Ooh. It's a banger of a laptop. Uh-huh. I ordered it September 2nd. Uh-huh. It's uh, almost October now. Uh-huh. And I just got a message today from Best Buy. I ordered it through Best Buy because that's where I have like a credit card with them. And they were like, we don't know if you're getting a laptop. <laughs> If it doesn't come by like October 1st, we'll just issue you a refund. Sorry, Aww. bud. And I was like, what? When I ordered, first of all, it said have it by September like 17th, like the middle of the month, just a couple of weeks. And I was like, man, a couple of weeks. All right. Well, I'll get exactly what I want. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. Just five. I've been waiting for a whole month for Best Buy to just be like, actually, we never had that laptop. Uh, Here's your money back, you fucking idiot. Well... So that's really, I mean, that's a very first world problem. My life will go on without it. But like, I love tech, right? And so I I went all out. This is a, this was going to be the most expensive, fanciest name brand laptop I've ever had. Mm-hmm. No, nah, never mind. This is not happening, I guess. <laughs> just never mind. It's like just, you have a dream and you're just like, oh boy, I can't wait. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, never mind. You know, just... I've never, I've never had a store do this to me. Like if I went to a McDonald's drive-thru yeah. and I went to the sign and I was like, one Big Mac, sir, with fries and a drink. Drink, make it nice. And then I got to the window and they were like, ah. 
it's not ready and just our go. burger machine is down for cleaning here's your money back sir just go ahead <laughs> just sorry like what no just fucking <laughs> why did you let me order that then oh god i love that i, uh, I hate it for you but man we didn't know the burger machine was not working sorry yeah. it's not on par with the fridge story but like it's disappointing i'm sad it's, yeah that's that's less rage that's more just sad i get that i ordered a car in july and i still don't think i'm getting that oh yeah what happened i don't know if it's like oh you don't have your car no yeah i, I no. saw you tweeting about like oh i don't have the car and i was like wasn't he supposed to pick that car up a while ago i gotta call them again because apparently lexus shut down two plants or something and my order got canceled they called me about it and i called them back whatever we had a back and forth and they were like actually turns out your order shouldn't have been canceled at all we're gonna put you back on the list i was like all right cool back in the spot i was in right not to the bottom where i've got to wait another five or six months right <laughs> oh my god mm. <laughs> and i told them i would think about it and i haven't actually called them back so i've got nothing uh, in the works for a car as of right this moment there's still nothing going on with a car oh man well i mean there's only so much you, you get kicked in the dick you don't exactly want to go back for seconds you know it's like man you guys really didn't do me right last time i'm ready to be disappointed again i just Ooh. don't know what i want to get i don't know what to get help me you should get a Hyundai Veloster N. Subreddit, tell me if I should get a Hyundai Velociraptor. <laughs> it's a cool car, man. It's cool. It's a little hatchback. It's got a sporty little engine. It goes vroom, vroom. Oh, I don't like hatchbacks. They're like minivans. Didn't you order a hatchback? What no. exactly car did you get? No, it looked very similar to like the FRS that I had. It looks like that, uh, but it was like the Lexus. Right, Christopher. right. Whatever. A Veloster. Hyundai Veloster N. It's a new spec that came out this year. It's a sporty spec. Can get a manual transmission, but you don't have to. I've been researching it. It's a cool looking car. I don't like hatchbacks. They're like mini minivans. Fine. It's not a hatchback, Wade. Oh, it's I want it. It's just a car. I want it now. It sure looks like a hatchback. <laughs> it's not a hat. It's got a long trunk. Oh. A long non-hatch <laughs> trunk. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Before listen, we're going off on another tangent. We haven't even gotten to the tangent part. Mark, why is your day better than Bob's? Bob, three points for your misery. I don't know. I woke up a nice. Oh. I took a walk this morning. I don't know. <laughs> oh. All right, Mark, four points for you because you're having a better day than Bob. Everything and... went well. Everything I've ordered has come in a timely manner. Oh. Like I've never oh. been disappointed by a company because they fear my retributions. Oh. Um, and also, I don't set myself up for disappointment. Do you have a car? Uh, I do have a car, yes. Actually, Can no, I have wait. one? My, wait, wait. my car don't work right. <laughs> oh, wait, are you having more Tesla issues? Yeah, I am. Uh, so here's a fun one. You know how doors normally open on cars? Yes. Well, sure. You pull the handle and it opens. Oh, yeah. Well, mine don't have a handle you pull anyway. There's no handle to pull. It's a button, right? And so that door don't open. <laughs> What do you mean? That, that's all the doors. All of your doors have buttons. Oh, no, 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 no. All the other doors open. My door doesn't open. Oh, just the driver's door doesn't open? Just the driver's door doesn't open. Oh, that's kind of a pivotal door. I know, right? It's an important well, one. Thankfully, it's a cheap fix because Tesla parts are only like 15 grand a piece, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what happened was it ran out of battery because I, like, for some reason, it didn't charge while I was away. And so I got back and the 12 volt was dead because for some reason, there's still a 12 volt in a Tesla with a giant fucking battery. So so that was dead and you know once it dies you kind of got to get it replaced so i'm like oh shit I'll, I'll set up for service and then i had a tow truck come out and they jumped the 12 volt and suddenly the whole car turned on i'm like oh okay all right so it could work it just needed to jump the 12 volt for the rest of the car to go like oh, i'm awake you know and then he didn't tow it that day because like oh it's fine and then i tried to open my door and it didn't open and i was like oh shit so they did need a problem because they were going to tow it to a service center and get it serviced right away so i set up an appointment to service it and the next appointment besides the day it would have been towed is one month from now mm. that was the earliest i got a service appointment and i'm just like how? how who are all these people in line for cars and car fixes ahead of us and stop it i don't know it's probably because i think i don't know if this is true but it seems from my perspective to be true every tesla you've owned has had some sort of serious problem and this isn't that big of a problem i've owned two what do you mean all of them did How you own another one of Teslas do you think i have i thought you owned three teslas no, I've had two in my life. Oh, well, then your Model X has just had a lot of problems. Oh, my God, it's had so many problems. The suspension I is I thought those blown. were different cars. No, it's the same car. Jesus, what a shit pile. I know. 
And so I was like, I was thinking like, okay, maybe I don't want the Model X. Maybe I'll trade up to a Model S. You know what the wait time is right now for a Model S? I don't know, a lot. Ooh, three to six months? I get it in March. That sounds about like some close to that time frame. You were quite correct, Wade. I was just like, I, I didn't say it's you were wrong. It's almost like I've been looking for a car since July. Because okay. I lost mine in March of last this year. <laughs> last this year. March of this current last year. This, <laughs> this Lee. Uh -huh, uh -huh. All right, enough of our pain. Mark, you get, uh, ooh, I already gave you four points. I had a better day than Bob, but your day sounds like it also sucks. So I give myself one point. What? What? You cannot make yourself the winner. Well, he can. I have a point. He can, though, is the thing. He cannot. He, he's the judge. I can change the rules on a whim. No, but there's global rules that we all agreed on. We have no power here. You watch what you say or else I'm going to make myself winner right now. Wade is essentially the train man from the Matrix trilogy here. i will turn this episode around all right fair and enough. take you back all right okay all right all right right now bob has three points mark has four points i have one point there you okay, go Okay, that sounds good i like that for everyone keeping track at home that's that wasn't today for mark and also fine <laughs> fine you're having a bad day you gotta be losing right now and technically you're still beating me so there you go hey he could still climb into his car from the other doors that do open and i can't I use do. my laptop that doesn't exist <laughs> Doesn't your current laptop work? It's just getting old. It, it works, except if you want to open Adobe products, which is the only thing I use. So climb into your old laptop. Turns Jesus. on and plays <sighs> Stardew Valley, probably, but I don't want to play that. Well, you know what? I've got the topic that's going to turn all of our days around. It's going to be a good okay. day. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, we all have significant others. Mm. Not everyone out there does. And I feel like that puts us in a prime position to talk about dating advice and some of our less maybe good moments of trying to ask somebody out or go on a date i know uh bob's told us stories <laughs> involving this before did that did that ever see the light of day i don't know wait which one we recorded me telling a story about dating maybe but it hasn't seen the light of day i don't know if we ended up using that oh no that has not god we should oh. that's that's such a good story can we just that edit is. that story into this so that we can get the the new telling of it instead of me trying to retell it i'm gonna be telling you a story about young love about a first job, about excitement over the possibility of sitting near a girl uh, in high school, about overcomplicated plans that end hilariously and also quite terrifyingly in both failure and near-death experience, and uh, the hard-to-explain series of decisions that led me and my high school best friend to almost kill a girl completely by accident. <laughs> Where did this begin? My high school best friend, Dave, and I were hanging out in his basement doing the thing, the only thing that we did other than video games oh, and no. work at our part-time jobs. No, not that. Oh. Uh, which was play ping pong and lament about girls. Mm. I don't know if anyone else had this. Probably not ping pong. We would literally, he had a ping pong table, but that was like what the ping pong table was for. And um, I <laughs> like, I don't know why. And I, it's a very clear and strict rule that we followed but we're playing ping pong talking about girls and uh recently dave had begun working at a new job at the movie theater uh which is a great job so a lot of free movies thanks to dave but a lot of people go to the movie theater and while we're playing ping pong hanging out he gets a text from one of his co-workers that this girl the girl that he currently like would not stop talking about jessica was seeing a movie had just walked in gotten their tickets and one of our creepy friends at the movie theater was like hey Hey, she's here <laughs> and sent him a text and and so we got this information right you guys had a whole team on this yeah well it's a it's hard to date okay you gotta have a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of effort i'm i'm trying to keep track of everything there's jessica just walked in what is the name of this creepy friend can we call him like i don't know kyle or something Kyle. Kyle's about right. All right. I don't know. Kyle's I'm pretty sure pretty... Kyle works at the movie theater and sweeps up the popcorn after the Yeah, you the know what? Over, that right? can be confirmed there. Every movie theater has a Kyle, so yeah. we have decreed. So cool. It is so. so it is Real done. quick, though, about your ping pong table, just to relate. Uh -huh. I mm -hmm. didn't have a ping pong table, but I had a friend. I don't know if you guys remember. There was, there was this channel, allegedly, that my friend would always turn on, and apparently it was, like, all static, but apparently it was supposed to be, like, a porn channel. And so my friend would turn on the staticky porn channel and that was our cue to be like, oh, I think maybe I saw a boob. That reminds me of, so, like, that was our cue to talk about girls was the weird staticky, not real porn channel. <laughs> Wait, what did that, what did that remind this person of? Wow, a what? nipple. 
I remember <laughs> my first dog. Wow. I don't know, but he, he would always turn this on and we would, we would look for like three seconds, maybe see something. It was like it was like the ghost videos, man. It was like we'd look and be like, uh, is, that a, is that a boob or a leg? I don't know. But you know, Cindy was looking pretty fly the other day. I, I don't know. It would just fly. lead to discussion. Uh, Cindy That's concerning. I, I don't want to go off into this is Bob's story. It's just that was my ping pong table was my friend would turn on ping the staticky porn. Is wholesome and a fun time for everybody. Mark and I played a lot of ping pong in college. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just thinking about it, and now I'm starting to remember it. Between serves, Wade, Bob would get this really, like, sad look like he wanted to discuss girls and... And yeah, you never did. He wouldn't say anything, so God, he did not uh -huh. talk. My friend had a pull-out couch bed, and we would sit together on this pull-out couch bed, and he would turn on the staticky porn channel. It's really awkward thinking back on. That was weird. That's not a good picture. Did he you're pull painting. out the bed for that? Yeah, we were on the bed together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because that's where I would sleep. So mm. we would hang out where okay. I was sleep, and we'd be, he'd be like, turn this on, and we'd be like, maybe there was a boob, I don't know. But anyway, let's talk about stuff. We would always notoriously talk about oh, the girls being crushes damn. on things. Anyway, Bob, go back to your, it was just, I wanted to relate to your, your ping pong table. Okay. So we get the text from Kyle, the movie theater, creepy guy, mm. says, not only is Jessica my friend's love interest seeing a movie, she's seeing a movie with a friend mm. who is the girl that, I myself at that point in time would not <laughs> shut up about. <laughs> it's perfect, right? What's your love interest name in this? Melissa. Yeah, what's the name? Melissa, okay. Jessica and Melissa. My best friend's love interest is at the movies with her best friend, my love interest. It's a love quadrangle. Quad, how do you say that word? Quadrangle. Quadrangle? I think it's, I think it's just a square. It's a parallelogram. Could be anything. Could be. You're right. Trapezoid. Square is a parallelogram, but a parallelogram does not have to be a square. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? You and your friend do sound like squares in this. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we've got all the information now. The plan is obvious, right? <laughs> do you not see how this has to play out? Clearly, what we had to do was <laughs> step one. Gather a posse, obviously. <laughs> yep. So we, okay. we gathered the boys, if you will, our other friends. So gang hit. Got it. Yep. We had to rush to the grocery store to pick up some flowers and chocolates. We head to the theater to stake out the car and then ambush them with love and appreciation as they exit the theater to get into their vehicle and drive back home. Meanwhile, hey, Jessica, you want to go see a movie today? Yeah, Melissa, that sounds great. I can't wait. I just want to get away, just enjoy a movie, you know, maybe go right. hang out afterward. Just the two of us. <laughs> Just casual, no, no, no drama. They had no idea. They had no idea. I'm imagining this went well, but again, I don't want to get ahead <laughs> yeah, well, of myself. Yeah, well, you don't know which part resulted in attempted murder, so don't yeah. don't draw any assumptions. Beat them with the flowers, except my love. <laughs> This brings us to act two, obviously, the preparation. Now it's time to, to take action. There's a time clock on this. We know which movie they're seeing, when it was, how long the movie is. Our posse of friends that we gathered are Stevens. One named Steven with a V, one named Steven with a PH. So there's four of us. We pile into my friend Dave's Honda Civic. And this next part plays out like an action movie. This is why the posse needs to be here, right? You gotta keep the car running. You gotta have logistics. You gotta have people in charge. So Dave and I are in the front seat. Stevens are in the back seat, and there we're like driving, totally following the speed limit, totally being safe. We're driving to the grocery store, and the Stevens are in the back. One of them we call Steven, and one of them is Steve, which okay. helps differentiate, but also is sort of indicative of their personality. Mm -hmm. Steve is the gossip. Steve is the one like texting updates with Kyle, like, did they leave early? No? Okay. Like, keeping the subjects in sight, keeping our intel mm -hmm. fresh. Steven is the one staring at his watch on the minute every minute. It's like, oh, the, uh, uh, 20, 28 minutes. Minutes, 28 minutes mm -hmm. from right now, we need to be in that parking lot. That'll give us, you know, 15 minutes to find the car, find a spot, get a good angle. And, uh, and he's sitting there just staring at his watch, just waiting. Mm -hmm. So we get to the grocery store. We run into the store. We've never bought this stuff before. Neither of us realized until we got inside, we're losers, right? We haven't really, like, dated people to this mm -hmm. point. Never bought flowers for someone or chocolates. Never gone to the part of the store that's set up for desperate losers trying to impress a girl sort of area. Don't know where that is. So she bought chocolates, flowers, and a 50-pack of condoms, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mag mm -hmm. Magnum XLs, baby. Standards, yes, absolutely standards. Extra. 
extra small. <laughs> extra small magnums. I wonder if anyone's ever like creepily stalked or planned an ambush for me anywhere close to what you guys did for this group. How many ambushes have you avoided <laughs> yeah. narrowly? Like how many people's elaborate posse murder love plans have I just barely dodged? Probably zero. And finally, after running around the store, looking like weirdos, we're fully loaded, chocolates, flowers, extra small condoms, ready to go. <laughs> The movie theater is not super far away, but we're back in the car and it's like, all right, eight minutes to the theater. And we're about five minutes away. Everything's on time. Steven is happy. Steve is updating us. They're still in the movie. Everything is fine. Kyle has not seen them go to the bathroom. He is watching them like a hawk. I don't know if I'd be honored someone liked me that much or if I'd be really weirded out or creeped out. I don't know how I'd feel. Well, you don't need to worry about it because no one's that obsessed with you. Continue, I can, Bob. Right. I could answer for you definitively, Wade. It's creepy. But anyway. It is creepy. We're very responsibly and safely driving to the movie theater. We get there, right? Okay, so act three, the payoff, the action. We're here. Yeah. This is going to sound worse than it is. Dave happens to know which car is theirs. <laughs> that he knows. That doesn't, that doesn't sound too bad. Which car his beloved Jessica drives and... Uh, his beloved... <laughs> Yeah, okay, that so sounds sorry. worse than knowing what sorry, car they drive. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. His beloved Jen. And so we go, we're scouting, we find the car, we circle around, we find an angle where we can park the Stevens so they can kind of see the action, you know? Because they've been with us this far. You don't you don't want to leave the Stevens parked off in the corner no, somewhere like A-holes. No. Yeah, no. You want them to be able to witness your greatness, the great yeah. success. That mm -hmm. is about to happen. All this effort that we've put into coordinating this massive effort. Mm. So yeah, we get everything situated. We're sitting in the car. It's like a perfect like TV show thing where it's like from our car. It's sort of like through one row. There's a perfect little window between the parked cars and a light. Literally, it's nighttime. It's like a, a weekend evening. In the dark night, their car, an orange car, by the way, has a beacon on it. Like at this bright focal point. But uh... Basically, we get the Stevens all set up. And then at some point, Dave and I are like, okay, well, we don't want to just be sitting here. If they come out earlier than we think or something, or maybe we, we have the timing off, we don't want to like get out of our car and run at them. That's terrifying. Someone jumps out of a vehicle and charges you in the parking lot. That's like a kidnapper or something, right? That's yeah. that's bad. So we're like, well, casually with our huge bouquets of flowers and oversized boxes of chocolate, we get out of our car and sort of sort of skulk, I guess is the word I would use to describe it. <laughs> Sort of pick a spot where they can't see us because it's a surprise, obviously. They can't see us coming out of the theater. We're hidden. Turns out that light bleeds a lot. It shows a lot of area. So I think we were like, oh, we'll pick a discreet spot. It'll be fine. Luckily, the car that the girls are driving is this big truck sort of thing, like an SUV. It's tall. It hides us pretty well. I think if a family that was going to see a Pixar movie drove past this location in the parking lot that night, they would have looked off to the side and seen me. I was as big as I am now then. A huge six foot four big dude with his very short friend standing in the middle of a parking lot with like some stuff like obviously holding something i guess flowers maybe but like if you drive by that how bad does that look yeah if i drove by that i would think there was some shenanigans afoot and we'd go to a different theater i'm looking back on this though right and i don't feel good about this choice specifically of all the choices we made this choice to lay in wait for what was essentially i guess our prey <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to jump out at two unsuspecting people. It's a questionable No, this plan. can only lead to true love. Uh, yeah, well, maybe it did. Maybe one of these girls is actually Mandy. Oh, Look, so we're standing here. It was probably like maybe 10 minutes, which is a long time to lurk in a parking lot. But we're standing there and it feels like forever, right? It's a combination of feeling kind of uneasy about where we are, the choices we've made. <laughs> how this looks but also we're about to ask a girl on a date which is terrifying like it's as for for high school me i had never really done that it's not successfully done that and it was like it was a lot and we're sitting there like you know hearts a flutter murder muscles really getting warmed up so we're waiting forever yeah and finally peeking through the you know you can sort of look through the windows of a car we're peeking around the edges 
lurking, if you will. Finally, they round the corner from the front of the movie theater. I will say this is the back parking lot of the movie theater, mm -hmm. not the front one where like everyone goes. This is like the cool back one. There's less foot traffic, less witnesses. So they're coming, they're making their way to the back parking lot. You know, we sort of huddle. We're like, they're coming, they're coming. Oh my God, oh my God. And, and we're looking at each other and Dave and I, collectively we have this conversation that's like, don't jump out too early. Don't, don't give them any warning. Make sure they're nice and close so they can't run, you know? Make sure they, they're, they're, that they get close enough. And, and, uh, and, and we're like, yeah, 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 that's the plan. That's the plan, obviously. Obviously, all of this is obvious. And finally, they get close enough. Uh, Jessica's digging for her car keys. They're sort of finally arrived at the car. And we're like, yes. And we take our big step out from behind the car, presenting the flowers so proudly. And uh, I think everyone knows what their reaction is. Oh, you shouldn't have. Sure. Well, then maybe that came later. Their initial reaction is actual terror. Like, actually, maybe we're here to grab them and run away or something, or take their purse and punch them in the face. Yeah. They look terrified, which is not surprising from this perspective. Dave and I are taken aback by their terrified look, and we're like, no, wait a minute. This is a perfect plan. This isn't scary. This is charming. We're expressing how much we care about them. They should be blown away with love and entrancement. Is that a word? Yeah, Entrapment? sure. Oh, sure. yeah, entrapment. I think you're getting there. Yeah. Well, so they look scared. Dave and I look at each other and realize like, oh, you know what? Maybe there were some flaws. But we're here. We've done it. It's a surprise. Everything will be fine. But at this point, like, Melissa's kind of like scared but realized that it's us and that it's probably fine. Jessica doesn't look scared anymore, but she looks like she's having trouble. Like, she looks like she might faint or collapse. Mm -hmm. And unbeknownst to us, despite the amount of love in his heart for this person, mm. uh, Dave had no idea, and I had no idea because I didn't mm. know her very well. Jessica has a ser serious heart condition. Mm. Mm. Um, she's a ser I don't know what the medical condition is, but she has a serious heart uh, health condition, and extreme surprises are bad mm. for okay. her and may cause her heart to stop beating. So anything that's uh, terrifically shocking jarring terrifying is potentially deadly to this person hmm, okay. and so we didn't know that and uh we don't know how to help so she just sort of begins having cardiac distress and having mm. trouble staying conscious and she's mm. the only one who knows at this point she needs to reach into her bag and get a bottle of medicine to take one of the pills that she has with her in case this comes up but like and i don't know i imagine her friend who was with her probably had some clue since they're best friends maybe but like dave and i are just standing there staring at this girl dying in front of us i'm not really sure and our you know nerves and excitement about asking these girls to go on a date turned suddenly to like actual terror on our parts mm -hmm. we don't know what happened but apparently we've scared a person to death why would you be worried i that wasn't <laughs> so i've been selling it Listen, I've been setting it up like, oh, it's a joke. We're going to kill this girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. We didn't mean to kill anyone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Believe it or not, based on the plan that we hatched and the decisions we made to execute that plan, our ultimate goal was not <laughs> to kill this person. It was to secure a date or maybe a double date. I feel like I'm watching a fucking true crime episode. Yeah, like, this God. is like the killer explaining how they got started. No, no, I see the detective piecing all the evidence together. And they lurked. No, they skulked outside by the car with flowers for their grave. Huh. We didn't mean to kill anybody, but we found we had a real taste for it. So this is happening. She reaches into her bag. Somebody has a bottle of water, takes medicine. After maybe a solid five to seven minutes of like terror and staring and waiting by me and Dave, everyone is fine. Jessica's fine. Melissa is pretty pissed off. She's fine. And so like everyone's fine. There's four of us standing there in the middle of this parking lot. By the way, the Stevens must have had a hell of a show. I'm a little surprised they didn't come <laughs> running out of the car try to figure out or like hop in the front seat and drive away. I don't know what the Stevens were doing or thinking. They were coming thinking, up with their but... alibi as you yeah. were out there like, okay, okay, they kidnapped us too. Uh -oh. Nobody saw us at the grocery store with them. Maybe we were at home. Maybe we were in my basement. They knew about the heart condition the whole time. They wanted this to happen. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, I don't know, but they must have had a hell of a show. So the, the four of us are standing there. So everything's fine. Everyone's alive. At this point, Dave and I are like, okay, everyone's good. Let's do what we came here for. <laughs> the mood is set. The, everything has gone according to the plan. It's time to ask these girls on a date. I will say I will release a little more context at this point. My friend Dave and his interest, Jessica, have some history at this point. They have not dated, but I think that she is aware that he, you know, he likes her and mm. he thinks that maybe she likes him back. Mm. Between me and Melissa, it's a much more unspoken amount of interest. <laughs> Utterly unspoken. How much? You could unspoken. say. <laughs> uh, I many words? know her and have seen her at like parties or at, you know, in band practice. I've okay. seen her interact with other people. I may have talked to her directly once prior to this interaction. Mm -hmm. So mine was a real shot in the dark. Mine was like, uh, you seem cool. You seem awesome. I like you. Maybe you like me. But Dave's is like a real, I think this has a shot. I'm gonna ask this girl out, finally. So everyone's alive. Everyone calms down a little bit. Dave looks into Jessica's eyes and is like, hey, we've been hanging out a lot. I think you're really cool. We have a really good time together. You know, I, I know this didn't go. I was hoping this would be more surprising and romantic and not like <laughs> death defying and terrifying. Um, but like, you know, look, I just, I wanted to ask you on a date. Like, I got you these flowers and these chocolates. You can have those. That's just a gift. I just wanted to ask you if maybe we could go out and have dinner. Like, he really nice. David is a sweet guy. He asks her out, super nice. And she takes the flowers and sort of looks down. And very thoughtfully, she's like, you know what? I do have fun with you, but I think we're just friends. You know? Like mm -hmm. the classic letdown. And it's really, it's a big bummer. But that was always an option. And she was super nice about it. And uh, and so that all plays out. And now it's my turn. <laughs> And so this has all happened, and I look, I look directly at Melissa, and I'm like, I hold out the flowers and the chocolate silently, and I look at her, and I'm like, ah, you date? And she, she doesn't take the flowers or the chocolate. She doesn't say anything. She blocks eye contact with me, slowly shakes her head no, and then just proceeds to get her friend into the car so they can leave. Okay, all right, great. So not equivalent responses, but... Not equivalent, you know, pretext between the two interactions. I don't think Melissa's treatment of me was particularly unfair. Could have been nicer. Yeah, given the situation, I think she was definitely overreacting to everything. Yeah, I don't down. blame her for, you know, maybe being a little taken aback and mm -hmm. angry at me directly about what had happened just then. But, it's uh, not like she was the one who was dying on the ground. Not, yeah, she was even. fine. Yeah, she, she was, was fine. She was fine the whole time. And the one who was dying sent the other person into the friend zone. You're not even in the friend zone, which is uh, better? Yeah. Good? I get, it's I, good. He's like, you circle back. Yeah. Give another shot. Yeah. It's not too late. We can plan it out. Anyway, two shots fired, no dates acquired. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chocolate. But does that qualify as attempted murder? Who could say? This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. Anyway, dating. It's a scary thing putting yourself out there and, uh, you know, risking rejection and all that jazz. But, uh, the three of us have conquered that mountain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And I know uh-huh. we have our own failures in that department that we can share from, pull from, and we have our own successes. So wherever you guys want to go with it, that just, is our topic. Just dating? Just dating. Oh, man. So I told that one story. I've dated two people in my life and one of them i'm currently married to i don't exactly have like a dearth of dating stories Mm. well no but you know at some point you had to like get up the courage to talk to somebody or they had to get up the courage to talk to you or you had an arranged marriage or Mm. you had arranged dating Uh, i kind of got this is not dating but it's relationship i got a relationship story Mm. there we go i it's it's kind of funny but it also it gives me mixed feelings because i just i guess I'll tell the story and you can you can judge that. Remember when we used to give stories titles? Oh yeah. Yeah, what's the title of your story, Bob? This story is entitled Oh wow. Really? Oh wow, really. Mark, what's the title of your thing you will yeah, say? Yeah, you're ready, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Um <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> um uh, waiting with oh, bated breath. God. Um, that's gonna be a whole story. It could literally just be like something that went right or wrong or whatever. No, what are you no, gonna say? No, 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 no. I um uh uh, mm, uh You think on that, Bob. I guess you get to go now. All right. So yeah, just in context to this. So I'm married to my wife. That's good. Like you are. And before we got married, I had to ask her if she wanted to do that. Mm. Um, but before the proposal, I was like, I wanna do this right. I wanna I'm nervous about this and I want to make sure everyone is on board and happy. My parents were cool. I think they were probably a little surprised. I had convinced someone to maybe marry me. I don't know. I probably told them and they were like, I think she's going to say yes. <laughs> maybe just leave things the way they are. Don't mess with it. You know, it seems like it's going all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I'm going to ask, I'm going to talk to Mandy's dad and just like talk to him and let him know and, you know, ask for his blessing, right? Like we're both of our families are pretty modern and that's not really like, he wouldn't have been offended, I don't think, if we just showed up and was like, we're engaged. He would have been like, wow, awesome, cool. But I just wanted to, I don't know, felt like I wanted to do the steps that I had always heard people talk about to do it right and do and be all chivalrous. And so, yeah, we were hanging out. I think it was Christmas. I think it was Christmas day and we were hanging out with Manny's family, spending Christmas, spending the holiday. And he, I remember the scene. He was like asleep on the couch in the front room, right? It had been a full day and we had a nice holiday dinner and and everyone was sort of chilling out. And he was like laying on the couch in the front room asleep. And I was like, this is my time. He's separate. I've been waiting. You know, I I didn't have a specific idea of like, how am I going to get him alone? Because I don't want to talk about this in front of Mandy and everyone. Uh, And he was on his own in the front room. And I was like, I'm going to go out there, just initiate a quiet conversation, just, just have a talk. And, uh, and I did, and I woke him up and Mandy's dad is very approachable and very good. Like he's just a good person to talk to. He's always got insightful things to contribute. No matter what the conversation, he probably knows something about it. He's, he's like one of those people where he's always down to talk and he's always interesting to talk to. So it's really easy to start this conversation. And I sort of steered it down the path of, you know, I love, I love your daughter. Uh, at that point we'd been together for three years and i was like it's been a while it's going well we've moved in together over this last year and it's going really well and i built this up you know selling really selling them hard on it and i got to the moment and i was like and you know i just wanted to ask i guess how you feel if i told you i want to ask mandy to marry me 
And I felt like I'd painted this picture, right? And I was, at this point, I knew her family pretty well. We had spent holidays together because we lived in the same city, so we could just drive over for on the weekend and hang out and do whatever. It was fun. We knew each other. And I had been around for a few years, so it, you know, it had been a while. And I, I looked him right in the face, and I, and I said that. And I just remember, like, I expected him to either be like, yes, awesome, or to be like, you know what? Let me talk to you. And maybe he had a concern or maybe he was just going to tell me to be a good husband or whatever. Give me some kind of, you know, speech. I didn't know. I knew them well enough to feel like I think he's going to be happy about this because they know me and, and it's cool. We're having a good time. Yeah. He looked right in my face very calmly after this nice conversation we had. And he was like, oh, um, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and it wasn't like that. That was not a response I had contemplated. <laughs> I didn't know what to make of it. We continued talking. Obviously, he didn't do that and then like walk away. But he he said that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, is that wrong? <laughs> is that bad? I do this wrong?" And I guess where he was coming from is he hadn't even really thought about it. He had no concerns. He was totally happy. Ultimately, he was like, "You seem good. We know you." I feel like that does not concern me in the least. But. He hadn't considered that we might be getting married. I don't know why. I guess he just wasn't imagining his daughter getting married. She was still, I mean, she's still his baby girl, right? It's, you never really grow out of that with your parents. But for like 10 seconds when he reacted like that, my whole brain was just like, oh, fuck. I guess this is over. I should probably pack my stuff up and get out of here. Like, that's not, that's not a good response but yeah he was somehow totally shocked by that no idea why but it worked out great and i'm still married and you should just do that kids my dating advice would be do do what i did all that stuff i said uh i have a title i have one all right yeah all right uh, I have a title. uh bob uh five more points bob i have a title the title of my dating story is left or right <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's it. Do I get to go? Do <laughs> I, I like get it? to tell my story? Now? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, that's the way it works. I would like to know which one it is. Go for it. All right. So the reason it's called left or right is because when I was in high school, I was absolutely terrible at dating and not even dating is in like dating around at literally the act of taking a human being on a date. I was terrible at that because I, I didn't understand what the concept was or like what you do or anything. It's not like I, I wasn't aware of the concept of dating, but I just like I could not wrap my head around the idea of taking another human being to a place to hang out with them. So what I would do, and this is probably the reason why my high school girlfriend like just, like just eventually got really tired of me is just because I would just go on drives and the way we do this and Wade you know what this is in reference to when you're coming out of Milford and you're about to get on 275 you can either take the right and go that way on 275 or you can go left and go that way on 275. They've changed it since but yeah yes, now it's it both rights but back back then it was like a right and a left back turn. then yeah left to go south and right to go north yeah legitimately the way that I would like I'd be like hey your name we want to go hang out and like yeah and I'd pick them up and we get in my car and we'd drive out that way and be like all right we'll go right or left <laughs> you go, go left or right <laughs> off of town 275 and it's not like i was going anywhere i didn't have any place to be i had no plans no nothing it wasn't going to a restaurant the concept of going to a restaurant didn't even occur to me it was like i just want to drive and hang out because like i just got my license you know or i had it for like a year and i'm like yeah yeah freedom of driving for, for me driving was like the best thing so i'd literally ask i'm just like Hey, you want to go? You want to go left or right? And after the first few times, you know, she humored me. I was like, I ah, left or right. It was fun, right? And then literally, we just drive around the 275 loop and talk. <laughs> and just that was my experience with dating. I did not take someone out to a restaurant to eat until I started dating in college. Wow. I legitimately. <laughs> was incapable of doing anything. You just drove the loop? Yes. That's a bold move. <laughs> you want to go out? Yeah. All right, we're staying out. <laughs> we'll never go in again. No, exactly. Because the concept of like hanging out was like, oh, yeah, we go over to your parents' house or my parents' house. We just hang out there. But if it was going out, I just couldn't fucking do it. Like left to right. Like I had some money. I could have taken them out to a restaurant, but I just, I was physically incapable. So it always just came up with a conversation. Just like, yeah, left to right. <laughs> left. Today's a left kind. <laughs> Today, all right. <laughs> you should have just you got there. Whatever choice they did, you just be like, yeah, good. That's the right choice. Yes, exactly according to my plans. That's uh, that's interesting. I don't feel like that's a bad thing. That, that, yeah, that that was like your only move. Maybe was a little 
limiting, but like, I definitely, I did not do that in the dating context, but I did that with buddies. We would absolutely, once one of us had a car and could drive, we would absolutely be like, yo, dude, it's Friday night. Like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. I don't really want to, oh, you just want to go like drive around. Like we would always head down to like down to OSU campus, I guess. Uh -huh. And we didn't ever do anything or get into anything. I'm sure we could have gotten into a party or whatever, tried to like get into trouble. We just like drove around and like looked at stuff and, you know, hung out and drove around and it was the freedom. Totally get that. I feel like that's the thing a lot of people would identify with. Yeah. My friend kidnapped me and drove me around the loop. I think I've told that story, haven't I? Oh yeah, you did. So that was fun. <laughs> but then driving, driving, driving can be, you know, actually Molly and I like going on drives. Sometimes we'll just go out and just drive around for a bit. Not necessarily like a super long one, but. Why do you think it didn't occur to you to like take one of your dates to a restaurant or something? Were you like morally opposed to it? Or were you literally just like unaware of that that was the thing you should do? I don't know. It never even occurred as a possibility. That's kind of funny. Have you never seen a movie where people go on a <laughs> No! <date? laughs> no I, I cannot explain this. I, I was very socially inept in a lot of ways. Like it's fine when I was hanging out with friends and stuff. But what came down to dating, like I didn't understand what you were supposed to do. Like it was just like, oh, girl. Oh, I like hanging out with you. You're cute, and I like looking at you. But it's just like, other than that, I had no <laughs> capability. Zero. Absolutely none. I hope that's what the conversation was like when you were driving around. <laughs> hey, girl, I like looking at you. You're yeah, cute. I like looking at you. You're just for hours stuck on the highway. High school, Mark hanging out with his friends. Like that's cool. That's really cool. And a girl walks up, and he's like, hey, "You're a girl. You ain't gonna drive around in my car." Hang out with you. <laughs> like all the guys are like, Mark, are you okay? Yeah, no, I always talk like this. Like, I know these guys are great, now, but I'll take you left <laughs> or right. We can go either direction. Be cool, guys. Yeah, no, legitimately. I I wish that I could say like I had any kind of ineptitude, but but or, or aptitude, uh, aptitude, and not ineptitude. I was yeah. apt. You don't wish you had ineptitude? I don't. He wishes he was apt. I wish I was apt. Huh. I had aptitude. That's very magnanimous of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. How many points do I give for my story? <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. I gave Bob five. Let me mm -hmm. guess. Mark, it's more arbitrarily. I'll give you... Mm -hmm. I'll give you two, Mark. Oh, okay. One for left, one for right. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? During that, Mark, your talks about young dating and, and asking girls out and stuff, I actually thought of some good, positive, constructive dating advice that I have to offer oh, good. our gentle listeners. All right. Okay, I can't wait. So I was in marching band the last two years of high school. And before for freshman sophomore year, I was a football player. And I basically had like no friends in that time. I hated the guys on the football team i was part of the team so they weren't like they didn't like beat me up or anything but they were assholes right they were not good friends i didn't like them they clearly didn't like me so i like i was kind of a loner and then when i stopped playing football i hurt my shoulder and decided to stop playing football and switch to band some of the people in band it was kind of clicky but like i had an actual friend group in band i had a group of guys and girls who were all just cool we would hang out and it was weird and I didn't know one thing I didn't had never learned about school growing up, at least in America and where I grew up, school dances, right? I had never really been into that that much. I'd kind of done school dances, but like, I don't know. But once I was in this friend group in band, the whole group would always get geared up, right? You make a plan. You get a big reservation at some restaurant or something where you can all go together. And it's like, it's like a whole phenomenon of like, you go to the dance and it's all a big thing. And you can go stag, you can go without a date, but most of my friends were always dating someone and so i always also wanted to go with a date and a lot of the time i'm a timid person once i get to know someone i can have a conversation and i'm much more outgoing now than i used to be when i was a kid i never talked to anybody unless i had to but so asking a girl out even just to a dance which is sort of lower pressure than like a date where it's just the two of you because a dance is kind of like a social gathering where there's lots of people you know what's gonna happen it still was something uh, it was really intimidating and was and it was scary but i decided my senior year i uh I'd warmed up a little bit and I think it was senior year. I don't know. One of the years I was like, I'm going to ask this girl who I think is kind of cute and I don't really know that well, but I, I would like to go to the dance with her. I would like to take her to dinner and go to the dance. And I was like, and I have the perfect plan. 
the band directors like me because I'm a I'm a good musician and then I'm pretty mediumly responsible at least when it comes to marching band I was a good kid and I was like I will ask them if at the end of a band practice after school one day I can stand up on the podium in front of the entire band before they're dismissed and then this beautiful romantic gesture I will ask this girl who I have no barometer on if she likes me or would be at all interested in doing this if she wants to go to the dance with me it will be this great Grand gesture. It is terrifying. Like even right up to the moment I did it, I was like, every time I think about doing this, it makes me want to puke. This is terrifying. But I'm gonna do it. God damn it. I wanna do the thing that people do in like TV shows and stuff. And I did. I got up there and I was like, I gave all a speech and I was like, the man, the dance is coming up, and uh I just have one question. Will you go to the dance with me? You know, and everyone's kind of like, whoa, woo kid stuff. And uh, and she said yes. And I was like, wow, awesome. Thank God you could have said no. That would have been crushing for me. That would have been just so embarrassing. And we went to the dance and we went to dinner at a restaurant and she did not sit next to me. She sat next to another boy who she was apparently very interested in and who was apparently, I think maybe planning on asking her or they were going to be dating or something like that. Like they were, they were like practically dating and I just inserted myself. <laughs> uh. It turns out she couldn't say no because I asked her in front of 250 other people. <laughs> I had thought this was such a clever romantic plan. I was like, it'll be great. It'll just be, she'll be like, oh, wow, that's awesome. I'll just hang out with this dude. No, I pressured this girl into agreeing to something that she had no interest in doing, which is fine. She doesn't have to like me and want to go out with me. But then I still think it was a little hurtful and rude that she essentially ditched me. <laughs> she ditched me before we hung out at all. I like picked her up, we went to the restaurant. Didn't really talk to me at the restaurant. And then I never saw her again in the rest of my life. Was she like moved? Like <laughs> she just, I have to leave. I have to I don't know. <laughs> I know she still exists. She grew a mustache, changed her name. We, we were Facebook friends. I know she didn't like die tragically or something. She disappeared at the dance and I don't know what happened. But my advice would be don't fucking do that, idiots. <laughs> That's good. Advice. Like you don't really think about that though. Whenever you're like asking somebody, else. you don't think about like their perspective on it. You're like, oh, Oh man, I want to do that. Like you said, your your mind, it was, this will be this awesome romantic gestures. It'll be awesome. But it's going to be really tough for me to do this. But like, you know, maybe she'll say yes. Maybe she'll say no. Who knows? But I'm going to try it. Like you don't think about the pressure that puts on somebody. Like, I guess, unless you lived it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with romantic gestures either. If you want to do something ridiculous and, you know, very grand and that's fine. But pay attention to the context. Because if I had done that in front of her house or uh, I don't know, somewhere where it's basically just the two of us or maybe us and a couple of her friends or something, and it's not in front of all of the people that all both of us are friends with in the entire school because it's all of the marching man and that makes, you know, that that's like our entire friends group. She felt so bad because she just wanted to be like, oh, no, thanks. That's very sweet. But that she couldn't. She couldn't crush my entire soul in front of several hundred people. So just think about the context. Guys, it's okay to be romantic and you'll probably have some if you do that, you probably still get some nose, and that's very sad. But that's okay. It's cute. It's adorable. It's a thing that kids do, right? Uh, but I feel like romance is intended between people that kind of know each other already. I feel like it's one of those things where you really got to know what the answer is going to be. And I know that there's no guarantees in life or anything like that. But mm. I mean, even, but uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, definitely don't do these big, sweeping romantic gestures in front of everybody. But I feel like it applies double for people that you aren't sure are going to say yes. You know what I mean? I mean, well, but so if you're like, if you're basically like a stranger to this person, like you have a crush and they don't really know anything about you because you've never interacted. Yeah, that's kind of awkward. But like, I knew this person. I was in marching band. She was also in marching band. We had been around each other. Our friends groups kind of overlapped. So I didn't know if she would say yes or no for sure. But I like had talked to her. I thought, oh, she's fun and we have a good time talking. You know, my impression was she didn't leave me mid-conversation, so she must have at least kind of enjoyed talking to me those few times. But like I had, I didn't know she was going to say yes or anything. I feel like it's fair if you do it in the right context to just be like, hey, I think you're awesome. We've, we kind of know each other. Do you want to go out? But the other thing with that for kids is as an adult, not that I've dated as an adult, but like, I feel like if you approach someone and you're like, hey, it's me, you kind of know me, I kind of know you, you want to like get coffee. The context of that is like, do you want to get to know each other more? You don't necessarily dive right into, do you want to go to the most romantic restaurant in the city and then get a hotel downtown afterwards <laughs> and see what happens? <laughs> like, you know, 
There's, yeah, le- yeah. there's levels to it. And if you're going for coffee, you don't have to know if they like you or not. You're inviting them to be like, hey, do you want to talk to me? And I, I want to talk to you. Like, maybe we'll like each other. But in high school, there's not really such thing as that. Like, you're, you're dating or you're not dating. And I feel like no matter what you're doing, if you're dating, it's like a, it's got all this stigma to it. I don't know. It means something. It means you're kissing. It means you're kissing. I don't know. I don't know. The whole concept of dating just seems so... Like, I haven't dated in a while, but even, like, when I did, the whole concept of dating just, like, irks me. I, I, I don't like it. I don't feel comfortable with it. It's like, hello, person that I'm trying to get to know. Yeah, I swear I'm not just trying to have sex with you. I, I swear. I don't, I don't know. It's like, that's a good lead off. But kind of like the, in the same vein, like, I'm not good at making friends either. And I think it's kind of like a spiritual successor of. Oh, it's the same yeah, idea. Yeah, it's the same concept. Yeah. Like, how do you go You're up to. You're essentially trying to make a really good friend. Yeah, how do you go up to a human and be like, hey, you seem cool, I think. Let's go. There's no Tinder for friends, right? And it's like, Ooh. friender. Let's make it. The only it. reason that. Bob, you and I are friends is because we were assigned to be roommates and we just so happened to get along. That's random. Yeah. And this was like you were forced to associate. So it's like you might as well get to know this person that you're in a room with for a long time. But how do you make fr- I don't even know. This is why people like become an adult and they run out of friends because they move away. And high school is just a situation where you're forced to interact with people. And yet there are no situations where you're forced to interact with people. Like I'm trying to learn Korean. So I want to meet Korean friends. How the fuck do I yeah. do that? How do I do it? I've got an idea. Let's start an app. We'll call it Friender. Or, you know how there's preschool? What if we have post-school for people just to go and have <laughs> apple juice and, uh, you know, uh, relearn the alphabet or something? Man, it makes you, more you're cool. describing like a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> well, a nursing home, but you don't have to be knocking on death's door to go. <laughs> I mean, there does kind of need to be a thing. But when I was in college, too, I didn't make friends in college besides Bob, really. And, and it's just really because, either. like, it's not the same. You're in the same place with these other people, but you're not forced to interact. You don't have a locker next to someone. You're just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. There's, no, there's no group activities in college. I hated all the people I was in group activities with or, like, assigned to do group work with. No, dude, you know what? I will say I made friends in college. I, as far as I'm remembering, except for, like, you, Mark, all the friends I made in college were people who were in music school because the music school was like a high school for people who are too old to go to high school it was like this i don't know if you remember or what your experience was but the it was i went to the university of cincinnati they have the college conservatory of music it's a very good music school in general yeah it is but it's like a little high school it's very like clicky and and i don't know weird like there's some very it's kind of one of those things where it becomes its own little microcosm and i made friends through that because we were essentially forced to interact like you were saying i didn't like another person that i met in any of my regular classes at college or anything else that i did as far as i'm remembering i did group projects with people i i I was in a degree program once i switched out of music that was not that big i think there were 20 of us that graduated my year with my degree we all kind of knew each other didn't care for any of them. yeah didn't like those people oh my god didn't stay friends for five minutes once i was done doing whatever i did to graduate yeah. god you know what the tragedy is all the people that i liked in my program dropped out and i'm guessing like me included i ended up dropping out but i was gonna finish but everyone else like i didn't really like i, I don't get it nah. i don't know I think that's possibly a million dollar app idea right there. Yeah, definitely. The gr- grinder, no, not grinder, Tinder, Grinder, <laughs> but for friendship. I mean, I mean, it could friender. be gr- it could be grinder for friendship. I, that seems like a non-important specificity that it's for gay friendships. But... Is it one of those things where no matter what, those apps are going to be used for fucking people? Because because it, it's going to boil <laughs> down to that, right? Probably, definitely. It's supposed down to it, because there's no way that you could be like, I want to make a friend. Do you specify gender? Is it like anything like that? Do you get like, who do you meet up with? Like, creeps are going to find people and be like, hey, I want to be friends with you. You know, it's, it's like always a risk when you're going out to meet humans, because humans are sometimes terrible. Ugh. The creeps always only have deep voices. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, not me, though. I mean, though. It's like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're... Hello, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Your happy price, price line. Anyway, 
making friends is i i think i have made one i guess two it's a couple of people who are like new friends that i have hung out with socially since i can remember i don't know man it feels like it's been a long time yeah this is, this is just turning into a really fair. sad thing because i don't remember the last time that i made a friend ah. forget dating we can't even make friends i know well no i'm that... sure all listeners out there all hard you struggle this isn't just us right this is normal people issues right right guys yeah. it's Come tough on. to do a lot of things i feel like for dating and friendship both high school and like whenever you're around a lot of people a lot it's a lot easier to have interaction that's i wouldn't say forced interaction but like it kind of is forced interaction where it's like well at least you're all already there kind of next to each other whereas as an adult it's like without an app how do you legitimately meet people to make either friends with or to possibly date without it being like a, I am physically attracted to you. Let me go talk to you. Or, hey, you laugh at sport thing. I want to laugh at sport thing. Let me just go talk to you out of the blue. Yeah, this is what blows my mind about Evan. Because Evan, here's an example about how you guys know Evan, right? Yeah, he works. Yeah. He works for Mark. Yeah. So basically, Evan is the most friendable person I've ever met. He once, like last time I was out in Austin filming Heist, he stayed at an Airbnb there in the basement of this dude's house. And he made friends with his Airbnb guy. He made friends. He talked with him and then hung out with him and then kept up with him. To the point where when we filmed Space, he brought him over to hang out because we're like, oh shit, I know this guy in Austin. Like, how do you do that? How do you <laughs> physically so do that? He made friends with all of our bus drivers when we were doing the tour. Every one of them. Every one of them. Oh, I couldn't believe he it. He had nicknames for everyone too. He would always make like venue friends and stuff too. Yeah. Because on the tour, we're in like a different place every day. Yeah. And he, I would always inevitably, I'd be coming in from the bus or something and be, he'd be in the loading dock with like a dude in a high visibility vest just like, oh, hey, this is like Charles. With, uh, he, we're just hanging out what the fuck how do you yeah do you know i don't him? get like, that no, we just met we're just buddies now because i can do the thing where i can talk to anybody like i i get that it's not really hard for me to carry a conversation with someone but the desire to like continue that and i get that they're like there are other people out there that i could probably be very good friends with and stuff like that but just like the desire to continue those conversations beyond the point where we're talking like i don't think we text really all that much to catch up and i don't text with my friends at all and like i don't catch up no. with people so i can't even imagine catching up with someone i don't know like how do you do it yeah <sighs> i don't know man we should take like a week off and just have evan host and tell the entire world yeah his secret i mean i think have so many stories you're gonna sit evan down and be like all right um long beach california evan. <laughs> yeah there's your prompt and he would just be which like which year which month <laughs> how do i yeah how do i even pick <laughs> Like, yeah, I know yeah. everyone in Long Beach. Uh, <laughs> I was down in Long Beach uh, picking up some stuff a couple weeks ago, and I was like on the corner, and this dude came up, and we talked for four hours. I know. And I'm gonna be that the best man at his wedding. That is not an exaggeration. <laughs> like this is legitimately how Evan operates. No, that, no that's I, mean, not. I wouldn't even be surprised really if Evan said that. I'd be like, yeah, sure. He's man, just that type of guy. He is. Ah, Evan. I'm looking up an article of 13 best apps for making new friends. It was Meetup. This Bumble BFF. Ooh, Bumble, the dating app, has made a BFF for searching for platonic yet meaningful relationships with others. Oh, well, that's nice. There you go. That is nice. I'll oh, see. That was a million dollar idea. That's just someone already did. We it. could do it better oh. with Friender. Oh, there's there's an app called Atleto, which is like for finding training buddies <gasps> for gyms or like uh, sport buddies or stuff like that. That's cool that's nice i've even got the tagline friender for when you hardly even oh, know her there's <laughs> that sounds so fucking bad <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's the tagline of an app for creepy dudes who were like ah i saw this girl there, there's already an app called friender i, I hate to say it. it's on this list Damn it. yeah yeah. Wow. Uh, Wade, that's already an app, actually. Oh. That you're just recycling more content. That was actually the premise of a uh, 1996 Ewan McGregor movie yeah. as well. Uh, the movie was actually called yeah. Friendster. That's mm. different, technically. But you're just stealing that movie, Wade. Let's be honest. Okay, what about, like, instead of eHarmony, we have, like, e platonic -y. No, it doesn't have a... Uh, uh, help. It's called Meet My Dog. <laughs> If you're a dog lover, you surely have a good time. Oh man, there's also a one called Peanut, which is specifically for moms who feel isolated and want to connect to other moms, which connects women across fertility and motherhood. And that's interesting. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's kind of like echoing something that happens usually like back in the day, I guess, when, you know, stay at home moms. Not that it doesn't happen now, but, you know, like neighborhood moms would get together and they would talk. But if I recall, you know, it's another one of those things where it's like forced arrangements and maybe you don't really like everyone there. And I don't know. That makes me remember my relationships. The ones I've had, I think I've only legitimately asked like one person out. I mean, technically I asked Molly out, but Molly definitely instigated us talking. In high school, the first girl I ended up dating, my buddy wanted to date, and then she ended up, like, sitting with me and kind of, like, implying, like, mm. And then we dated for, like, two months. Another girl, people were like, aren't you even dating yet? Actually, two in a row, people were like, aren't you even dating yet? And we're like, uh, yeah. And then we were like, do we want to date? Yeah, sure. And it was, like, after the peer pressure. I think my ex from college is the only one that I instigated talking to and asked out without there being like some kind of social pressure to do it or without them instigating it was like i said molly kind of did with us no yeah no i suck too maybe it's us maybe we're the problem in terms of meeting people and making friends i'm always kind of afraid of that that we're gonna have these conversations yeah because we used to do this when we would stream too which we should do again by the way that was fun but uh we used to have these talks where we're like talking about personal stuff and like you know like oh it's so hard to make friends and like how do you meet and i'm always afraid that the the listener or the audience or whoever is just sitting there like <laughs> holy fuck these guys are sociopaths oh my god yeah. i can't i can't listen to this anymore i'm out of here this those are bad people yikes me episode about dating advice actual effect we lose our audience and our significant others are like mm, you guys are kind of losers we listen to your podcast and we decide we want to leave too families delete our number like mom i'm not your mother i've really been really been testing that with mandy lately she listened to the shit my pants episode <laughs> what did she think of that? so what i guess that's you... a good sign i'm gonna go upstairs even my dogs aren't gonna look at me <laughs> the shattered remnants of ginger laying on the ground <laughs> avert their gaze <laughs> and if you don't know that reference then you didn't listen to the episode did you Oof. yeah take that Anyway, I don't think anyone should probably listen to any dating or friendship advice we have to offer. We're bad people. Yeah. Let's crash this plane into a mountain and get out of here, boys. I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, what I'm sort of realizing, like, yeah, it's me. I don't have any desire to go and talk to people. Like, I, and I don't, that is entirely a fault of mine. But also, I'm assuming that any random person that I go up and talk to probably doesn't want to talk to me either. But what it's probably a situation is, is where they're like, man, I wish someone would talk to me. And a person like Evan comes up and be like, hey, you're cool. Hey, like, just the way Evan talks to people probably makes him feel great. And just like, hey, I'm appreciative. This is great. Uh, Evan should write a book. He should about all the people he's met. Yeah, it's our idea though, so we should all get royalties from it. Evan, write a book. We don't have friends. (laughs) Damn it! Wow. What if? Okay, what if we just monetize it a little bit? Uh huh. What if I just wrote the book and then I had Evan edit it Uh so that it was in his voice? Then, like, I did the work, so that would make sense, right? So I would get the money. Or Evan can write the book, but we will read it online and take credit for the words. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, buddy, we want to monetize you. That's why you're our friend. I'm, oh god uh, what happened to me i'm officially off board with this idea no wait is on his own once more <sighs> what happens heavy is the head that wears the crown and i've been the judge one too many times any other dating advice uh not from us we should not give any <laughs> Nah, it's uh we're cool man it's just a bit right we're cool we're cool are we cool yeah i don't think we're cool man yeah that's why i say it so much we're cool yeah cool. probably not Come on, man. No, I don't, don't, I don't think don't. so. Um, Mark, an extra three points for your brutal, sad honesty Thank there. You. Hey. Bob, you get seven points for some of the stuff you said in the middle. Mark, you also get seven points for some of the stuff you said in the middle. Okay. Let me, let me, I, hang on. I've got my spreadsheet here. I've got, uh, my Excel file ready to do some math. Um, Mark wins by two points. Oh, I feel cheated. You probably should, because I'm surprised. But that three-pointer yeah. I gave in the middle, I guess, the extra well, three points there really You can't made a argue difference. with the man. You can't argue. It's just how it is. Huh. I, feel like, uh, I feel like everything's stacked against me. Mm-hmm. Feels unfair. Hey, maybe you can match my losing streak. No. Well, that's dating, everyone, uh, and friendship. If, if you're listening, then just know there's probably better advice out there than what we offered you. Thank you, Mark, and thank you, Bob, for reminding us of how sad and awful we are. Thank you. I feel like we've really, uh, really, uh, <laughs> m- made people feel good out there, us included. <laughs>
That's what comedy does. Yeah. That's the podcast, everyone. Download all of our episodes on every podcast app and listen to them all day, every day. Thank you to our sponsors, Wood Elf. Thank you, Mark Bob. Thank you most of all to me for being a great judge. We'll see you all next week for, I guess, whatever Mark wants to talk about. All right. Sounds good. Podcast out. <laughs>